Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of BTST Blacktop Smack Talk. I am your host today, Charlie Hustle, joined by my comrades, two of them in the flesh, starting with Coach Adam Jose. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jose in the house. And Sano Cater. Barry White. <laughs> and then we have the opposite of Barry White, Bruce Black. Bruce Jackson, how we doing? We good, man. Just happy to be back up on here. Let's get this. Bumbleclot, I see you out there, man. <laughs> I see you out there. Nah, we, we, we've been away for a minute. We had to take an off-season, too, man. We've been training. You know, we've been doing guest appearances on other pods, man. We're, we're in hot demand out here. Y'all better find us. Um, but, yeah, we took an off-season, you know, just like the players did. But we're back. So we got, we, we got plenty of content to give you guys here. Uh, well, actually, we took an off-season from the pods. Baby. From the from, And together, yeah. Yeah, and us being we've together. Been we've been fucking, yeah, if you guys have been watching our videos, we've been on YouTube a lot, knocking out interviews with, with some pros, and so it's been good. It's been fun. But, you know, the band is back together, finally. It's been a, been a long time coming, so... NBA season is upon us, fellas. How are we feeling? Three weeks away. Three weeks. Less than three weeks. 22nd. Is it 22nd? 22 days, yeah. Yeah. Get your fantasy team, get your fantasy notes prepared. Take another L. The, the battle. San. San. What's that? The Battle of LA and then uh, Zion? Man. Those are the first games? There's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of teams right now, I think, feel like they have a legitimate shot to make the finals, to make the, at least the conference finals. There's a lot of teams that, Legitimately feel they're going to make the playoffs. A lot more than eight. I know I one team who's not a contender, and that's the Boston Celtics. Oh, no right contending. Off bat, right <laughs> off the bat. Oh, yeah, just a little hot take, hot take for Bruce, especially after what I watched this summer from the World Cup. I'm not feeling Whoa. positive about the Celtics. Whoa, slow it down there, man. Okay, remember, that was that was FIBA rules, international play. Wow. Um, Basketball. We'll see what happens when hey, the NBA season starts. Yeah. But... Yeah, we'll get into the World Cup later. But yeah, the, the the Western Conference, as usual, has a lot of contenders. You know, a lot of a lot of guys that think they're contenders, and I think there's some teams in the East that think they can make some moves too. You know, probably as wide open. I'm trying to think of a season that's been as wide open as this. But it's been a long it's time, been a, been a very long time. Right, that's what happens. You know, when, like the best player in the league doesn't just join the best team in the league. You know, <laughs> now we all have a chance. That's all we are saying is. Give peace a chance out here. <laughs> no, I think there's legitimately like there might be six, seven teams in the in the West that think that you know that they're that you buy into your culture. They think that they can do it from like you know the Utahs, the Denver's, the both ELAs, you know, Houston's. All those teams feel like they heck can really make some moves. You know, we'll see who does it. You know, injuries will play a huge part, but we're still uh, not that much closer to getting a team in Seattle. No but there, huh? yeah, right. I was thinking about Portland. Portland, I mean, you know, they feel like, hey, they made the conference finals. You know, yeah. they added a white side. They think they can make some moves. But, yeah. They're going to they're gonna get Nurkic back partway through the season. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we, 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 a, lot, a, lot, a lot's transpired here since we've all been together. The uh, We had Summer League. We had all kinds of stuff go down, right? Trades. Free agency, World Cup. The free agency was but bananas oh, craziest man. free agency it was a wild 24 hours and then a few days later 
the big the big fish landed in the Clippers. Yeah. And if you guys been like, there's a lot of crazy stories on how that all went down too. Even the Clippers didn't think it was all going to happen, even right before. Yeah, I heard some stuff where Doc Rivers was at like a, a dinner, and he was like, man, we're not going to get anybody. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know if we're going to get anybody, you know? And then he said that the brains behind the operation was Lawrence Frank. He really pulled all the strings and made everything come together. Well, I mean, to pull off, the, pull off that deal and, like, in the timing that it happened, it's crazy. Right. I mean, it wasn't that Kawhi came in and said, I want to be a flipper, but... You got to upgrade the roster. Yeah. You got to upgrade the roster. And they had, they, they didn't, they couldn't have had more than 24, 48 hours to pull something off. Right. They gave him a, they kind of showed him some players. He he looked at the list and was like, I want Paul George. He saw the name Paul George and that's who we wanted. And they were yeah. like, man, can we get him? We just put some players down. We didn't know they could really get him. Right. He just signed his extension in or re-signed with Right. Oklahoma. Yeah. But then, like they said, they're like at first they're like that's too much to give up for one guy. They're like, but it's not for one it's guy. It's for both it's, guys. It's, you gotta look at it as yeah, this is a package deal. You give up whatever you you got, and you got to keep the sixth and seventh man of the year. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, man, that, that's gonna be the big splash. I think them and the Lake Show are the title favorites according to Las Vegas. But that's just where the money goes, and they know Laker fans will bet blindly. Right. So. If there's any hype around the Lakers, they'll be a favorite just because of the money coming in on them. Even when they're not hyped, there's still there's still money. Like, oh, we we got it. Like your boy that thought they were winning the title when they drafted Lonzo Ball at Summer League. Oh my God, that guy jumping around like a pogo stick, <laughs> finger locking guys over here. <laughs> that dude was something else, picking up his luggage. Sneeze, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. All Make- all that free agency talk actually just kind of lets me think of. Uh, First thing that comes to my mind is just uh, NBA rules changes and tampering mm-hmm. and just how the league's attacking that going forward. So all that all that agency talk. Yeah, they're strict on that tampering. The Bucks already got a the Bucks already got a fine for just saying they want to give their own player the max deal, which I think is I was gonna say, common you, sense, but tamper with your own player. I guess that's but that's where the new the rules are so strict, I guess, right? You can't allude to the your future moves. So just don't do it in public is what they're saying. <laughs> right. And then they said, you know, the, 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 the real tampering is the players with each other. And there's nothing, there's nothing they can do to ever stop that. Right. You know, it's the summer, the Olympics next year. I mean, How much tampering is going to be happening at the Olympics with all these stars playing together? I mean, right. all these teams that we've seen the last, like, decade or so, the Heat, starting with the Heat, that was all players. Five players years five years in advance. They said, if we get a chance. Right. Same and then Melo didn't opt in. Right. So he didn't, or whatever, he opted, whatever, he opted in. He opted in. So he wasn't he there for that. I think they wanted him instead of Bosch initially. Right. The same with the Warriors, Draymond and KD. Mm-hmm. And now with KD and Kyrie, they've been talking about that for years. Right. They said they had that three-way, like, are we right with Tyson Chandler? No, uh, DeAndre Jordan. Or DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, my bad. forgot some other washed-up center. <laughs> no, DeAndre's not washed. But he's not, he's not superb. But, yeah, they were like, well, all right, we're ready. Let's make it happen. Right. It's kind of like, okay, there was nothing else to be said, right? They, they already knew. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not going to know the impact. But from what we've seen, it's been mostly players that have been creating this team. Right. I don't know if these general managers tampering right. has had any effect on anything. Right. Whether Magic Johnson, he got fined big. Like, LeBron was going to go there regardless. Right. You know, no matter how many mistakes the Lakers made, he was going there for proximity in Hollywood. Right, you know. So, but yeah, I mean, it's that's we'll see how that goes, you know, down the line. 
like you think of who the next big stars to to get signed if they if a team's like yeah we want to give them give them our max like you can't even say that like secret new secret noise yeah just don't say it to the press yeah you can tell it to the player in private but but yeah speaking of the new faces Adam who's who you think's one of the biggest the biggest faces that got got a new besides the Clippers who's the new so face I'm not going to do spot? for this year for this year I'm not going to do anybody obvious um so I think a guy that jumps out to me making a positive impact on his new team would be, and Bruce alluded to this earlier in our group chat, was Al Horford in Philly. Oh, the Horf. Mm-hmm. I think uh, just for me, Al Horford is just a – he's a pro's pro. He's a winner. He does everything you need to – everything you need. He's a leader, like you he, said. Yeah, he's a leader. He, he defends at a high level. He, On and off ball. He can stretch the floor a little bit. He can pass. He's, his rebounding is kind of mediocre, but when you have him be there and Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, those guys can hit the glass. So I think he's going to be beneficial for the 76ers. And plus, who knows if Embiid plays mm, 75 games this year. At most. 70, 75 would be. Right. No, I, I'm, you know, I'm yeah, just, you're just saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. just giving, you know, I'm being positive. I'm trying to be positive. And no, yeah, I'm saying that would be, that would be huge for I him. I think the, that's what the Sixers would ask for. So right. I was in Vegas for Summer League, and I was going to make a bet. And I was like, man, I could vote Embiid for MVP. I was like, no way. There's not enough games. Right. It's like, you know, it's just it's tough to get MVP if you don't play 65. Right? Yeah. Now everybody's which all about not, load Which why, too, like, so. also took me out of, like, voting for Kawhi. Right. How many games is he going to get? So, but I think uh, Horford, his presence around the team can only help. Uh, I do question a little bit of the fit next to there's not enough spacing with all those guys, even though Tobias Harris is a good shooter and Josh Richardson is a good shooter. Horford is okay, but but you could move him. I mean, he's not one of those guys that needs to be in in the paint with Embiid, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you can put him on the perimeter. Yeah, and, and he can and he and, and he can pass. So that, that that's another plus. So, Amazing passer. Yeah, that's one guy I think will have a positive impact on on Philly. It gives them so many even new pick and roll possibilities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even and after losing I, I mean, I wouldn't have thought this last year before they lost Butler, but I think they upgraded their team's going to be better this year than they were mm. last year, I think. Even with losing, oh wow, I mm. think, and that could have a little something. To do I don't with know like about their bench. That's what I'm, I think. Their starting five could arguably the, be the best in the league with Josh Richardson because yeah. that boy can shoot and he's athletic and, and he's he can young def- wing and defender. He can defend, yeah, yeah. But they they don't they don't have I don't see a whole you lot. Got no faith in uh, your boy Thibault. I mean, yeah, I could see him getting minutes. He's uh, gonna yeah. ha- I think he's gonna have to get. Some. Well, then they got yeah. the guy who was drafted last year who hasn't played. Zaire Smith. Yeah. Zaire. Smith. Yeah. He didn't look great in summer league but you know that doesn't say much he could be ready to he ball looked, out he looked bouncy like bruce yeah. back in 2001 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, i do like the sixers i think that I yeah think with so. toronto out of the picture they could just have a better record right there alone right i was gonna say and the the rest of the east is yeah kind of downgraded a little bit especially the celtics but we'll get to them in our preview <laughs> um yeah so yeah i like al horford i think he's gonna bring a lot of positive um, that's a good positive, call. Positive things to Philly. What about what was that, Sano? Who you got, Sano? Who's up? So one, I was thinking of Horford too, but one guy I was thinking of for kind of the same reasons is is Conley in Utah. because he I thought about Conley. I, I mean, I've always been a fan of Conley. He's again a leader. 
he's going to be able to run Talk that Talk about a pro's pro. Pro's pro. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys good for the locker room, and he's an upgrade. I mean, Rubio is solid. It's funny how he's everyone said he's like, he's like the nicest guy in Conley. the league. Conley. Yeah. He's yeah. never had a tee. That's incredible. In his whole they said it's, it's about time. Never had a tee. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. He was on a podcast. I don't know if it was Rusillo or something. They were like, it's about time, man. It, it was Woj. Woj. You, yeah. you got to get one. It's time. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the the one thing with him is his health. Yeah. He's never played like a full season. Or oh, I don't want to say never, but he's he's been, recently he has recently the past few years hurt. he's been hurt. Um so that's I was gonna say the only thing that can hold that that well Utah being better back. Before all that stuff in LA happened, I would have picked Utah as Yeah, U- Utah was man, they were looking been good. Mike, than them in Houston before Mike. before all the I mean I like who else Utah picked up too. Bogdanovich. Picked up a couple, yeah, Bogdanovich yeah. is another big pickup. They, you know, I was, was hearing some rumblings. That could be the biggest free agent signing they've ever had. Nah, Carlos Boozer. I mean, I don't know. Boozer was good. He was an all-star. I know he went to Duke. I know he went but, to Duke. But he's, he's an all-star with him. But this guy, he could have a huge impact for them, too. Yeah. yeah. As, for, as more shooting. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they needed last year. Right. Hopefully Mitchell takes a step forward. <laughs> See Utah... <laughs> We'll see. I'm so. Yeah, anybody who played on up. Team USA. Yeah, mm. Shitty. Especially. Man, I think they deserve credit for playing, man. No, no, no. We'll get to that. Yeah. No, I, I give them all the props in the world. They, didn't, for they, they could have just took the easy way out, too. I mean, I think a lot of people. We'll get to the World Cup later, but I don't think a lot of people. If there was a year that they were going to lose, it was going to be this year. Yeah. Right. Bruce, who do you got? Who's, who's somebody? I know I took your guy. I took Al Horford, so I apologize for that, but. The more I thought about it, the more it made sense, which when you talk, I don't re- ever feel that way. So you actually made sense for once. Appreciate that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, be, yeah. No, besides Al, I mean, Al Horford was one of the things, obviously, I brought that up uh, in our group chat. But another guy um, that I thought of, because um, I don't know if really people are thinking about this, but I, for me, it was actually uh, Kyrie. Kyrie Irving and I think it's more the effect that he's going to have for Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert um, just having a dynamic playmaker and yes I'm a Celtics fan and all the Celtics fans are really hard on Kyrie I think a little bit unjust and when I heard that Kyrie interview a couple days ago I thought to myself man this you know I really actually feel for what a little bit and have a better understanding of what this guy went through you know when he was talking about the loss of a family member and how that kind of weighed on him and just basketball compared to life and right. just kind of dealing with that through the season i don't know he just sounded a lot Genuine. i don't know a lot more mature in a better place yeah. um and i think that's going to pay dividends for the nets and so i mean everyone was hard on Kyrie, but the guy averaged 24 7 and 5 Right, you know, last season, probably his best shooting 40 percent from three point range and Sec- about forty five percent from the field. The second team All NBA, probably his best season yeah. ever, his best statistical season. Yeah. but I don't know. About yeah, it. Is it, so on the like off the court I, feels. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and so I just feel teams. like Kyrie will give him multiple options. He's actually can play very well off the ball as well. I mean, he shot about forty seven percent on 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 jumpers and stuff off the ball. Um, as a spot-up shooter, mm-hmm. and so I think that gives them versatility in the backcourt. And because Kyrie is so creative and demands so much attention, I think it's going to really free up Levert 
um, who's one of my most uh, most improved probably candidates uh, for this next season. I really feel like he's gonna flourish being that second in that second star role, you know, before KD comes back. So I just feel like Kyrie is gonna have a really good impact on the Nets, and I think he just fits in a lot better because of his playmaking creativity um, more than obviously the loss of D'Lo. So I'm, I'm in, I think that's a new, old face in a new place that's going to have a positive impact. No, that's good. I mean, I, I try to stay away from the big, the big, the obvious ones, but no, I, I you know, I kind of second what you say. I think Kyrie's going to prove to a lot of people that he's still one of the top 12 play, best players in the league. And, you know, I think last year was kind of a, kind of up and down weird season you know it's just one of those things that just happened but you know I, I definitely think so you brought up an interesting point shooting you know he was 47 percent on catch and shoot when I was talking to Charlie off air he mentioned that in your career at in 2001 that you shot 32 percent on catch and shoot jump shots so it's just kind of interesting how you how you brought that up that's higher than I'd expect <laughs> Not bad, Bruce. The 32? Yeah. 30, yeah. 32% on cash and shoot, even though your field goal percentage was like was like 55. So it was interesting. <laughs> Very field goal or free throw? Field goal. Oh, field goal. Okay. Free throws no, was no. like field goals was like My, low sixties. No, no, no. Free throw was de- I was always was a pretty solid free throw shooter. The field goal percentage was very, very high. Very okay. high. Yeah, I mean that was just what the 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 Stats said from 2001 Nathan Hale season. So Charlie just showed that to me. When we were I think Joel camera. Booth. Joel Booth kept the stats. But anyways, mm. okay, yeah. yeah so <laughs> anyways, yeah, um, yeah. Chuck, who do you? I mean, there's a couple guys. One guy's kind of like um, pick one. An interesting, kind of more of a, the higher profile. But I'm really anxious to see. Much to Sano's delight, is I want to see how. Bruce just mentioned how D'Lo fits in. Yeah. Wow. You know? Really quick. He was on my list for guys having a negative impact. I'm not. Oh, I mean, I don't in, know if he's his, necessarily going to have a home. I, yeah, I'm just really curious. Impact. I'm not saying he's really going to be good or bad. I'm just really curious to see how he works. And how he fits. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that team, it, you can't fit in with them, then you got some problems, you know? Like, they're just going to bring him in, and they're going to encourage him to be the guy he wants to be right yeah they're gonna let him you know they give you like curves of players coach is gonna give him freedom he's gonna get be able to get some isos and he's gonna get some catch and shoot so they're gonna run some curse they're gonna run some pick and roll right i mean curry will be the best player he's ever played next to right by far you know i think the interesting part about i mean played with kobe but like with russell kobe right the interesting thing with russell is that clay's not there right right so his role is going to change depending on when clay comes back and the whole thing with that is is he a new face in a new place that stays all year yeah right but how he adapts his game is very big to what to the warrior's success he was he led the league in most pick and roll in the by a lot right right most pick and roll plays which is wild um last year and obviously the warriors are the exact opposite of a pick and roll team you know they they're their offense is predicated on ball movement, spacing, cutting. Um, so, and, and Steph is not the type of guard to really pound the ball, you know, as opposed to somebody like Chris Paul who likes to dribble a lot. Um, you know, their offense is pass and cut, pass and cut, move without the ball. And D'Lo's been more of an ISO, 
dribble, 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 pick and roll. And he was good in the pick and roll last year. That's, I'm not hating. He just needs to adapt his this game. This is a whole new style for right. him. He just needs to adapt his game to where he fits into the Warriors scheme. Well, the Warriors, no. like I was saying, Kerr said that they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna adjust the offense to, to suit Russell's game. And, and there'll be times where Curry's on the bench and Russ gets the right. they're gonna, the, the, the they're keys. Gonna stagger minutes, especially especially now while Clay's out. I mean, you're gonna have you have Steph and Clay, or Steph and Russell are your two offensive and guys. then right, and then Dre's there to just you know right the hammer guy. Um, but yeah, so I think Adam was saying he might be a negative impact. We'll see how. That yeah, I mean, goes. I mean, obviously the Warriors won't be as good as they were. So like right. win and loss wise, yeah, they'll be a negative. Oh, but I, as long as he doesn't tear the fucking team down. Right, offensively, I think it might it might work, but oh, I, ouch, defensively. That's a problem. Defensively, is going to be a problem no matter what. I they, mean, Steph Steph is a sound team defender, and he's not as bad as he's been portrayed to be individually. But D'Angelo Russell is one of the worst-rated defenders in, in the league. He's openly made remarks about, like, yeah, defense. Early in his career, defense wasn't his thing. Right. Like, yeah. So those two guys are in your backcourt, and then you face, like, Damon CJ. Ouch. I mean, there's a lot of them. Even even if you even if you even if you face Rubio and Booker, right? Yeah. I mean, and that's the bottom of the list. Yeah. Like even though Booker's filthy, Rubio's good too. But that team's. I mean, that backcourt state Clef and or uh, Clef, (laughs) Cliff, Steph and Russell are going to have to guard. Harden and Russell. Oh, yeah, Harden and Westbrook. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Think about that. That right. matchup's going to be ridiculous. Right. Well, yeah. Not that those guys play any defense either, but. Yeah, that's I mean, on, the, on the flip side. They're yeah. going to have to play some defense, too. So, I was um, going to have a shout-out to my other pick, who I think will be interesting, um, is Brogdon. I think Brogdon and Indiana, because since they lost Bogdanovich and they don't have Depot for the first maybe month or two, Oh, he's gonna have that's to. That's like till he's out till like January. Man, yeah, so shit. Pretty much half of October, November, and December. He's gonna probably have to be the guy. But if he gets, if they get Oladipo, I mean, just looking forward, if they get Oladipo back and he's and he like is in shape by the time playoffs come around. Oh, they're legit. Indiana. Yeah, I don't know if they're championship, but like, so I mean, until oh, until Oladipo comes back, who's their best player? I mean, Turner's good, but is he gonna be a twenty point per game mm-hmm. guy? I don't know if Brogdon's at, Brogdon was like mid-15, almost 16 last year. I mean, they got T.J. Warren who will fill in. He's a, he's a bucket for, getter. He'll fill in nice for Thaddeus Young, but he doesn't play any defense. That's what I'm saying. Brogdon, you know, not necessarily in terms of winning at all, but, you know, he's a good, solid team player. Yeah, he I think was the it, best He was the best guard on um, Milwaukee. Yeah, he played year. better than Bledsoe in the playoffs. Yeah. So that's why I just wanted to shout him out, too, because I think he, it'll be interesting to see how he – his role will change, and can he carry more of a load now? It's his right. what third or fourth year as a second round pick, former rookie of the year. Yeah, I'm, interesting team though, Indiana. Yeah, I'm not so high on them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm, they're. I'm not I think they're. Them. They're around. They're going to be title contenders, but I mean, I think you got be, you I got Philly in the Bucks, and then everyone else. Right. Yeah, that, I think they're on that. next They're kind of in that that mix of three to seven. Yeah, yeah. right around there. I'd say yeah. they'll battle for home court. Um, Mac Ten, Mister Seattle. Gotta gotta give no one said, I thought you were going to say your boy Marquise Chris. Oh, sign him with the, the whores? <laughs> man. But yeah, well, shit, now that the, the, maybe he gets minutes, man. Guys are falling down, you know? Yeah, Collie Stein's out now. Yeah. But, yeah, we stayed away from the, the three big moves. Yeah, obviously. The AD, the PG, and the 
And the KL. We avoided the whole LA area. Right. The two one three. But yeah, so that that's a that's another interesting debate is, you know, who's gonna be the king of New York team wise, you know? The king of New York. King of New York. I mean king of uh <laughs> LA. Sorry. Nick would have appreciated that. Yeah, the king of LA. Uh Eclipse or Lake. Lake show, you know. Like you were saying though, the argument for the Battle of LA is a lot of time. It's a lot for a lot of people. The battle is the best team in the NBA. Yeah, right. The best team for title contenders or title favorites. Right, I like say. I think I heard someone ask and say, "Will there be NBA Finals games played in LA?" I think so. That's a fair we just point. don't know who, mm. but I'm, I would I would guess that maybe there's going to be some Finals games in Los Angeles. But yeah. I'm sure there's a couple boys in, in Texas that got something to say about that. Texas or in Houston, Colorado. Yeah, maybe. Colorado, yeah, no one said anything about the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't be giving them credit when their their star player didn't play that great in some of the FIFA games either. Oh man, I'm gonna get to the World we'll yeah, yeah, get yeah. to the World Cup. But you should be shitting on Jokic too, because he had some Jokic performance some some crap. Yeah, he and he like, subbed himself out. He didn't come he came he off the ejected, bench. The that was weird. Yeah, he got he got ejected. Which was really unlike him. Right. Yeah. You don't and he had like other good players. No, yeah. he had they had a squad. Right. But, yeah, I mean, Denver's there. You know, Utah's right there. Utah's got that super defense, too. So, uh, oh, man, a Utah-Houston series would be fun. All offense they play like defense. The, they play the last two years. Yeah, well, you add even more firepower on Houston and add even good, better defense and shooting finally for Utah. But, yeah, back to Clippers and Lakers, man. I don't know. That's tough. I mean, I – if I'm taking the two, I'm taking the Laker two. But I'm taking the team, I might take the Clippers. See, if I'm taking two, I might go with the Clipper two. Nah, I can't do it. Uh, Not even because LeBron, they're Anthony Davis. Player, they're, they're arguably the two best two-way players in the NBA. I mean, yeah, arguably. I mean, I think Anthony Davis is right there too. Yeah. You know, You're Anthony right. Davis can guard fives to twos, but those guys can guard ones to fours. It's going to come down to the for the Lakers. The key, I think, is going to be Kuzma. You and can Danny, play that third role. Danny G. Yeah, but if you can play that third kind of star role, you know, yeah, to something to kind of tip them over the take them over the uh, tip the scales over in their favor, I guess. When they're just in the matchup with the Clippers, the Clippers, their third guy, I guess you can call Lou Williams. So after that, I would probably say the rosters are pretty even. Maybe a little bit towards the Lakers. I don't know, just in terms of experience. Just thinking of guys like Rondo, Green. Uh, they got a lot of pros yeah. that, that have been around for a while, but that doesn't mean they're all killers. But the, those are guys that you like want the, on your team, Danny Green. You know, they've been saying Green's. there's been rumblings. I'm sure you've heard that Avery Bradley's looking good, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, which is we all know is possible, but we just haven't really seen it, whether it's been injury or what's been going on, bad fit. But, you know, we know he's capable of being a, a good, solid role player for a, a championship-level team. Right. I think – well, the the intriguing part for me is seeing how LeBron and AD fit together. Historically, LeBron has struggled with bigs initially. I mean, to start off the gates, it takes time for him to, to kind of build that camaraderie with him. And he says all the right things about, yeah, we need to play through AD. But we all know that's not going to happen. Any team LeBron's ever been on, the offense runs through him. He said the same thing about Kyrie. Kyrie can be an MVP candidate. But LeBron is so 
has such a dominant ball dominant aura about him that I don't think an MVP could happen on his team and it's not him. Does that make right, sense? Because D Wade was close, but he wasn't so, that and, close. And, and so, a lot of the bigs he's a lot of the bigs that he's played with the star bigs, guys like Kevin Love, Chris Bosch, right. they turned into jump shooters. Right. They turned into jump shooters. And Anthony they, Davis can already shoot a little bit. But that's not what you want Davis doing. Yeah. That's not really his But you game. do want him stretching the floor, too. You want him to be able to stretch the floor for sure. But I'm just saying, like, Love is one of the best big man shooters. Mm. They, they both turned into, like, solid third wheels. Right. Third stars. You know, they were both stars in their own right. And they come with LeBron. And it, it was an adjustment period because they took a lot of the flack when things didn't go you know, right for LA or I'm sorry for the LeBron teams. So it's for me seeing that connection and how those guys work together and how they, you know, it's everything's being said right now. You know, it's all positive. You're like, yeah, we want to run through AD. We want him to be MVP, blah, blah, blah. But when push comes to shove, can AD handle it being his fault? when it's not LeBron's fault. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's never LeBron's fault. You know, and that's not a knock on LeBron. That's just how Especially that's just now how it is. AD's in a whole other market that he's never right. seen before, basketball-wise. There's going to be a lot more pressure on him this year. Absolutely. Too, than ever been in I mean, world. AD's more athletic than any big LeBron's had. So you could see a lot, you know, a lot of alley-oops, a lot of pick-and-rolls, you know, things like that. Yeah. But... So Bruce, what do you think? What do you think about this? You're the one who wanted to talk about this a lot. Um, well, that was no. I think that was more Charlie. But <laughs> I think uh, I agree with you what you said, Adam, earlier. And then I was gonna um, mention, but Charlie got into there. Uh, I was gonna ask, say, tell Sano what mobile big um, has LeBron ever played with? You know, and AD's definitely the most athletic mobile big. Definitely. Well, um, Bosch was mobile. Played. I'd say Bosch was mobile. But he wasn't too. a high he flyer. And he wasn't this athletic. He was a high flyer, yeah. Or like 7'4", so, yeah. wingspan. Yeah, my concern with the Lakers is just going to be... Shooting? Starting starting lineup in, in second unit rotations. Like, I, I, I'm concerned about how the... Who's going to have what? The defensive assignments... Um, you know, so it's just kind of getting that figuration of who's exactly going to start, especially if we're going to run the offense through AD. And I assume that the ball is going to be primarily in LeBron's hands, um, which means obviously he probably doesn't want to work as much as, as he needs to on the defensive end of the floor. So, you know, what's that starting lineup going to look like? You know, it's a good because they, they're pretty f- you know forward heavy heavy they are you, you know, know you're very and right so i'm just concerned about who's going to be guarding guys night in night out in the backcourt um and, and, and the toll that can take uh in, as far as conditioning energy wise um that's my main thing with uh with the lakers and um See, you know because obviously some, that's not a problem i think they the have Clippers. some guys that they can throw as as defenders guys like danny green and kcp I know Adam knows who I'm going to say. AC. Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso. Caruso's, Caruso's athletic. <laughs> kind of like you in high school. Right. A little bouncy. Hey, maybe. Little, it little depends bouncy. which day of the week it was. I'm surprised no one mentioned Dwight. 
Bald Mamba, they call him, right? Oh, yeah, so Dwight's was, coming up. Yeah. I was going to bring him up. I think he's going to have a negative impact. He's always a negative impact. It's so crazy. It's, at some point, it's gotta, he's got to do something, right? right he's, but then again, if, they, if he's negative, they get rid of him by January and he's done. Right? Yeah. They only I mean, just got to I don't think he's going to have a negative. I, I think he's going to be, I don't think he's, I think he's going to be more just neutral impact. Yeah. I don't well, think you're, he's going to be negative or positive. You've, I think he's just going to be, I think he's going to just do his job and, and, that's it. <laughs> really? There's a lot of, I mean, so. it's kind of this is kind of weird to say going to the Lakers and being in LA, but a lot of the pressure that's been on him throughout his career is going to be off him now because he's not going to be asked to. He's not even look to start. Right, he might be Probably questionable not. to start. So whatever they get. Oh, he's definitely not starting. Okay, good. It's, it's JaVale McGee. He's him, even him, talked him, about him, how JaVale McGee. Who? How JaVale McGee helped him come bring bring this in, bring him in together here with the Lakers. Oh. Right, I don't know. It's it's, it's crazy because it's like you want to see AD play the five, but he doesn't want to play the five. I mean, even LeBron could play the four or five at times, but you're gonna have to have Howard in there. I mean, Howard looks like he's trimmed down. I mean, he's always been cut, but he looks like he's like thinned out, cut. So you know, I mean, he always has been the guy. Every two three years, he says the right thing. This is a new fit for me. It's a new home. I can't wait to show everybody what I've been working on. I'm gonna start shooting threes. Blah blah blah. He didn't say shooting threes this time, though. I think he learned that's not his his forte. But if he he's you know he said he basically said without saying his new idols Draymond Green, and he's gonna try and be what do what Draymond Green does. Like you're not guarding nobody, bro. No, you're not guarding anybody on the perimeter. And you're you're gonna handle the ball, <laughs> make good decisions with the ball, throw backdoor passes, right? Run through you, throw lobs, like oh man. Yeah, but I, I mean can't. you know. For him, I mean, you know, you just, it's so weird how his career has gone. You know, at one point he was like the most dominant big, several time defensive player of the year. First, last, he was the last guy to beat LeBron in the East. Yeah, he got that magic team to the finals. <laughs> I mean, man, he was, he was doing it. He was like, he seemed likable. And then all of a sudden he just started running his mouth and talking shit and having babies and, and uh, having boyfriends and oh, gosh. all kinds of stuff, man. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we do, that that's not true. We do not. Oh, we don't know. We do I think that, that might here. be that might be large facts. We do not believe that here. Uh, just to let everyone know. These are just but opinions of Charlie. I, I believe. Uh, I got so articles. You mentioned, you, you mentioned uh, AD at the five. I, I don't. I don't want to see AD at the five. I do. He doesn't. He doesn't, doesn't even want to play the five. I don't think AD's going to be playing much five. At all. Well, he doesn't want to play so, the five because he'd rather be a power forward. Well, they got Dwight yeah. and McGee to swap mm-hmm. in there. McGee, McGee's gonna start at the five with AD, you know, at the four, and then and then obviously it really comes, and then obviously LeBron will start. It just comes to deciding what those next two pieces are, I mean, uh, because those are gonna matter tremendously. Probably Rondo and Green as of right now. I mean, that's what it look. That's what I read this morning. Rondo Green Kuzma. No. See, I don't think Kuzma's going to mm. start. I don't think Kuzma's starting. So Rondo Green gonna... who? Rondo Green, LeBron AD, McGee. Oh, and McGee. McGee. I keep forgetting. McGee doesn't ever yeah. usually, he doesn't play that many minutes usually anyways. No. 20, 25 tops. And I'm hoping, and I, that's the lineup I hope for. I can maybe, depending on how the season goes, you know, take out Rondo if somebody else is playing better. But... I, I really want, and I talked to Charlie about this earlier in the summer that I really want Kuzma 
to just be like, I'm going to be the sixth man of the year. Like, yeah, I could see that's that his happening. mentality she needs to be. He very well could be sixth man of the year. He's going to be that first guy. If he, I mean, he, he's going to play the most minutes, I would think, besides LeBron and AD on that team. Third most minutes. Yeah, I could see that. So he should be that third star. That's what I'm saying. I think he's going to be key for him. Yeah, I could see that for sure. I think, too, like with the Clippers really quick before we we switch topics is the health of their best players. You know, it is said that Kawhi's going to be on not going to be on load management this oh, year. but not going to be on load management. Right, okay. He's going to try to play as much as possible. But I think the, the Clippers are going to take a smart approach to it and kind of just go off a of feel, see how he's doing. It's not going to be as extreme as Toronto, where he only played like, what, 50, 55, 60 games? But. Like well, they already said PG's going to be out for the first, what, two, three weeks, right? He'll be out till November ish, the beginning. So that's, you know, in October, that's six games. So I can see him missing about 10, 10 games or so. But, you know, and yeah, PG is, that's another one is how he's going to how long it'll take him to come back in the swing of things and you know shake off the rust and get into a rhythm that's but i think you would rather have your guys miss time now and then you know be clicking on all cylinders um come playoff time come april may june so i i heard i heard about that too adam that Kawhi was not gonna you know minimize and not load manage this season and I don't know what you take took that as when you saw that or read that I took it as like this guy is smart I don't know this guy's feeling himself he knows the iron's hot this is his moment like I feel like he's like knows that like I'm the man I got a lot of attention on me if I don't load management and do what I do I can be the MVP like that's to me that's the first thing that came in my mind like, this guy is going to try to be the MVP and strike why his brand is he's the hottest thing right now mm. you know I could, so that's I, what I took that as yeah I, I was just seeing more of like last year he was still hurt and he needed to get better and now he's feeling a lot better I still think he'll miss about 15 games 10 games I would say so 82 he'll play about 70 five games I would say if you know that's that's my and that's if he doesn't have an injury right yeah. yeah so that's what that's what I would say but but that's the only I took it the only reason I thought is because the only thing missing he's got the defensive player he's got the finals MVP he's got the rings he just doesn't have that regular season MVP title that's the only thing missing so okay is there <clears throat> what do you think is there any likelihood PG averages more than Kawhi no. I think there's a chance. PG greatly so. outscored Russell last year, right? By a lot, like four or five points last year. Um, yeah, PG was at 28. Russ was at oh, 28. God damn, that's a lot. He was scoring 28, and Russ was like at 22. Right. I think it's possible. I mean, different. I think PG's definitely a way Kawhi, better catch and shooter. Kawhi and Westbrook are obviously completely different players. For too. sure. Westbrook was... I think made a conscious effort to, to run the offense and initiate the offense rather than take over his scoring. Kawhi, I don't know. We'll see. So he's, 
Yeah. I was going to say, like... How come you say no, Adam? And, and your PG's your guy, too. Because I think Kawhi is the better player, and I think... Off- I don't think he's a better scorer, though. I think he might be the better player, but I don't I, know. I think... They score in different ways, though. Right. I, PG can get fucking hot. Yeah, no, he can, and he proved that last year. But I just think someone's going to have to relinquish and take a back seat. And it I does kind of seem like Kawhi's team. Right, and I think Paul George will slide into, like, that's, like, you know, a good comparison to that Scottie Pippen role. Yeah. I think he, that, especially with him coming off an injury as you know, severe as having two shoulder surgeries. Uh, their injury, the injury is big. Yeah, so I think that, and that's another reason why. Well, I think Kawhi is a better player, and the injury plays a factor. In, and I think Paul George is fine being the second option. Yeah, which is that's a pretty fucking good second I think option. It, I think I bet you both those guys are probably fine with it though. Kawhi's probably cool with it. I mean, I know he just won a lot of shit, but he was always kind of second and third fiddle in San Antonio. You know. Okay, so for the Clippers, I mean, we think I think their third leading scorer will be Lou Will, but who's their third best starter? Patrick Beverly. Yeah, I mean, and what does he average? Eleven. Eleven. They got at Sh- best. Landry, Shamet. And how? And yeah, and I mean, Sh- Sh- we like Shamet. He's cool for what he is, but now he's going to be a starter on a playoff team and be forced to get buckets. You know, he's going to have to be like Danny Green or Kuzma. I don't know if he's ready for that type of role. And then who they got? Zubac. Zubac. That was, yeah, Zubac. Yeah. So I, I mean, they, they, they kind of drops yeah. quick in that starting five. Well, they got Montrezl Harrell in the starting five. Y- yeah. Right. They got two super elites and well, then two really good bench players. And then Mo Harkless is. Mo Harkless. Yeah, I think he'll be the f- he'll be the fifth starter with Zubac and Pat Beverly. Oh really? You don't think it'll be Shamit? I was reading be- something that said it was Shamit. Well, today, but who well, knows? Yeah. But who knows? But I, I think the stylistically how you would do it is because who would play the four? Kawhi. Yeah. PG. Plus, plus, if you bring those guys in with the second unit without either PG or Kawhi on the floor, then they have more chance to make an impact. Yeah. You guys run a little. They run a little deeper. They probably want to put shooting. I mean, Harkless can shoot a little bit, but Shamit's known to be a shooter. They probably want to put shooting around those two. So, yeah. Adam, you're you're starting Harkless the four. Yep, that's oh. what that's what he was at Portland last year. I know, and that and, and Portland had that undersized lineup that and did paid, they and paid the price and they and, made the finals and they where, where did they go Western Conference Finals and they beat a huge got, they beat a larger team in Denver with that undersized team got, right got and and a larger team in what do you call it OKC okay, so was bigger than them. And they, they, yeah. they got to, I mean, they got to, yes, a uh, seven-game series, yes, with, the, you know, a larger team in, uh, in Denver. But but, um, you, but, but I was going to say to Charlie, I think that, I think Charlie's alluding to um, how are the Clippers going to score buckets, but I think their mindset is they're just going to stop other teams from scoring right. and win games, low, low, right. lower scoring games. Because so. if you balance the t- if you balance those guys out, then Shamit, Lou Will, Harrell, that's your 6th, 7th, 8th man off the bench. Like That's a pretty good, and you interchange those guys with the, star- the starters, that's not a bad, that's not a bad 8. It's, no, it's a really good eight, but I feel like after the two, it's not that great of a five. 
Well, are you, I mean, like, are so because you you're starting Beverly, Zubach, and Harkless, or Beverly, Zubach, and Sha- and Shaman. Yeah. And I'm like, but man, that's on the flip side. You could also say who's the f- who's the third best starter? Danny Green. Is he? Is I would Danny take him Green? over those three though, and he's played well in big moments for Spurs and Raptors. He played well. No, oh, I would. He's also gone six for six in a finals game from downtown. You're, you're reaching pretty far back. What three years? It's not like he's old. He's probably in his high twenties. But you can't say anything about really Shamit or Zubac or Harkless offensively. But yeah, like you uh, said, I it's going to be a defensive thing take, for Doc Rivers is going to clamp down and play D like those Celtics did. I might take Beverly over Green offensively. Not even close. Green is not that good. Oh, offensively or Kuzma though. You could say Green or Kuzma. Yeah, Kuzma I would take. But I'll take Rondo over those guys. I'll take a lot. I'll like you know. But, you're, but, are you t- you're saying offensively? Oh, okay. I was thinking. I'm thinking it was a whole. Well, we said they player. need to. They need, to a, they need to get buckets besides just the two. As an over, just as as a whole player, I'm not taking Danny Green over. Him. Over. Uh, oh, I would. Green's 32. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd still take him over those guys. Zubac is cool, but he's doesn't he doesn't wow me yet. You know, he's had some good games. He's had some flashes, but all the roles are changed now. You know what I'm saying? He showed See, some flashes what, on some. This makes it interesting. He showed some this flashes on some poor Laker teams. Two. It was like, okay, that's a bright spot. Zubac looks like he could be a bright spot, but now it's like, shit, you're gonna win sixty games. They gonna need your ass, right, day in day out. Yeah. What did Green average last year? Ten points. Yeah. But I think he's capable of scoring more. I don't know. Especially getting passes from LeBron. It's not like Kawhi's whipping passes cross court to you right in your in your bread basket for three. Yeah. So if you're so right now, if you're looking at the roster, both he, teams full strength in April, May. Who are you taking if these if these two match up? It's funny because you, you want to say who's got home court advantage. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. Really matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fans, I guess, will play a difference, even though it's your own house. So it might matter a little bit. But and I don't know. I'm probably yeah, gonna go with AD, man. Mean in Lakers. Yeah. Adam. I'll go with the Clippers. Bruce? Uh, I go with the Clippers coaching advantage. I think I'm taking the Clippers, too. Mm, that's, a, that's another thing. Yeah, Vogel. Yeah, Vogel under Doc. We don't know who's really coaching that team, though. But it's the whole staff. But look at the whole staff, and that's something we didn't even if, get if into. If we know who's really coaching that team, it would have been – It would have been. Uh, no, dude from Cleveland. It would have been uh, – Ty Lue. Ty Lue, yeah. right? So it's not really necessarily Who's on the that. Clippers staff. But yeah, I thought that was funny. So yeah, that's something we'll get into in our in our preview. Talking about a little dive in a little bit more about the coaching, which will play a huge, it'll play huge. A role. We've seen Vogel on the Eastern Conference stage before, and he came. He did really well with minimal talent. I feel like you know, he had a star in PG, and the rest of the team was just kind of role players. I think Vogel was a solid coach. Oh, he's a good coach. We've yeah. seen him on it. But when, when he had some players, when he had when he was in Orlando, that was like a rebuilding situation. That so was it yucky. It wasn't as it wasn't as good, but And those Indiana teams were good, but I don't know if they ever had expectations like this, obviously. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um so but we'll get into more of that with our with our preview coming up in the next couple weeks. Um but it's something we topic we'll go to now is something we've alluded to a couple times in the pod 
uh, earlier in the pod is uh, the World Cup. And USA finishing seventh, which is the worst they've ever done with NBA talent. And we kind of just kind of just discuss that a little bit kind of figure out why what's going on what our thoughts about it are um shit i know i was up early charlie was up early watching these fucking games and it's you know i go back to bed upset (laughs) no i then i'd have to go to work and i'm just like i'm just kind of kind of frustrated not you know it's just frustrating overall so charlie what do you think um, well, I mean, I guess the first you get into it is how many guys declined declined going, and you know why do they decline to go, right? right. Uh, I mean, I guess they say it's a lot of it's a huge time commitment with the traveling to different countries, the practicing, and yeah, you get a lot better. You get amazing coaching. You're probably not going to get on your whatever team you're on in the NBA, so that could have been a huge opportunity for a lot of people. But. Um, as for the games, man, as good as Kemba is, you know, I think he's a great individual player. He was he was their 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 stud. He's just, you know, I think they had what? I mean, a lot of those guys aren't even starters. Some of those guys aren't even starters in the NBA. Right. Some of those guys, I don't. I mean, I think Kemba is an All NBA player. I don't think D. Mitch. I think they got one guy who was an All NBA player, and he just got a one time. I mean, how many All Stars? And, and I think there's only a couple All Stars on the squad. Middleton period. Middleton and Kemba. And Middleton was uh, fringe. He had a good year. I mean, but Brooke Lopez made an all-star team before. Oh, back on the Nets? He was like a one-time yeah. all-star. That might have been New Jersey. No, nah, it was Brooklyn. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, and he was – it was almost like, you know, you had these bigs, you don't play them. It's like, well, could have put more guards on, I guess, you know. Um, but, yeah, you don't want to look at who, who didn't play. Like, not, I heard there was, you know, um, people talked about how uh, there's a lot of guys that didn't, that declined. They said they didn't even really give Aaron Gordon a look. Yeah, I heard that. And he kind of wanted to play. I think he could have been a good athletic monster out there. I, I think yeah. that's the one position they they really struggled at. It was that three four, a, a skilled or that big that, that four five a guy who could play a four five, Wait. which they had Harrison, Harrison Barnes playing. And then Tatum being hurt hurt a lot. Right. You know? No, with the World Cup, typically it's every four years. But this, you know, the last one was in 2014 where USA won. Um, also, what was that? Why? Yeah, why five years? So FIBA changed it. So they made it the year before the Olympics. So I think what happened is USA guys don't. There's a couple of things. Guys don't want to commit to back-to-back summers. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, essentially that's 18 months of straight basketball. And... Guys don't want to do that, and it's just like they hold the Olympics in a higher regard. To us as a country and to the players, they hold the Olympics as the higher standard. Yeah. Which other countries look at the World Cup as like this is our Olympics. I wonder why. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. 100%. Just a culture I mean, thing. Yeah, I'm not. They, 100%. Uh, it's similar to soccer. Fee- like, yeah, I was gonna say the FIBA they changed the schedule to mirror, um, like world athletics like a world championship schedule so um in like olympic sports so like track and field uh 
swimming, gymnastics, stuff like that. There's typically world championships the year before the Olympic Games. So, so like as of like right now on TV, like world track and field championships are going on. And so FIBA try to get on the same calendar as the other Olympic sports. And then obviously next year is the Olympic Games. And then you would go to another world championships after that. So they try mm, to simulate okay. that schedule. That's why there was that change. Okay. That still is fucking stupid. Mm. Um, because, well, but for uh, but then again, a lot of the countries, their big time players played. You mm-hmm. had you oh, had dude. the you had the league MVP. You had a top. What was what was Jokic? Uh, Probably top, top five top MVP. Top five voter. MVP. Uh, you had the uh, defensive player of the year. Yeah, the defensive player of the year. You've had all all of Australia's guys minus Ben Simmons. Um, yeah, so all of Serbia's guys were there, minus Teodosic who got hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, and just how come Luca didn't play? Slovenia didn't make it. Oh, they didn't make they didn't it. Qualify. They didn't qualify. I mean, I was just looking at the roster. In hindsight, it's easy to say this, but if you're looking at a, a, a Team USA roster, keeping in mind that all the other countries are sending their best players, and we have Derek White, Mitchell, Joe Harris, Marcus Smart, Harrison Barnes. Jalen Harris smart don't start oh smart starts sometimes smart does Harris doesn't Barnes white doesn't normally white normally doesn't Barnes is a 20-point guy Mason Plumley, right Miles Turner Brooke Rick Lopez Chris Middleton and Kemba Walker right like if you're looking at it in hindsight now it's easy to say obviously but you could look back and be like this is definitely not even a top four team in the world I was being arrogant and thinking we're still USA, we still hoop, but and then it's what, it's not our game. They were counting on talent wise, maybe. It's still not our game. Right. Yeah. I mean, we we have twelve NBA players and no other country who participated in the World Cup could say that. However, given the lack of preparation time, the guys only have a couple. You know, it's less than a month to prepare to you know kind of get get all on the same page. While other countries have been started this since <laughs> ten years old, right. Mm-hmm they have all this continuity over the years we just throw all our talent together and we mesh and we've been able to get by we've had some close calls you know 2016 we had some close calls with good players shoot 2008 with studs right with kobe or no that was the 2006 in 2008 we had you know even we had kobe and lebron it took a Dwayne wade kobe fourth quarter to to beat Mm -hmm. spain so, you know, 2012, we had a couple close calls. So it's like the world is catching up to oh, us. Oh, they're here. I mean, you see it in the NBA. Yeah, you see it. They're here. Because you look, yeah. the MVP, like all the major accolades, except for six men, were all foreign. Yeah, we're all people who not mm-hmm. born in the United States. Even our team. I, even the NBA champion. Right. Even well, the, I, I agree. I was going to say I agree with you, Adam, about that con- That continuity is huge for, for these with international competition. It just happens with America and, and literally happens in like all sports. That same argument that you, you presented, is, it's, it's, it's a problem. Other teams, other countries have such good club systems and chemistry that these players play along each other for so long. And you see it in a lot of things, and not just in basketball. Well, that's what, and that's what um, Colangelo was trying, like, I think when, it might have been after they lost in 2006, when they established, like, actual the, Team USA. Right. And had these players come in, like, they they select from this larger pool, which they thought would help with continuity. And it has, 
they came out the next Olympics and dominated like they normally do. Mm-hmm. I think in 2012. Yeah. Um, and then they won the FIBA World Cup with KD. I think 2014. Two, 2010, 2010 and 2000, 2010, 2012, 2014. Yeah. And then 16. And yeah. so this year. I, I don't think there's any problem with the system. I think it's strictly the players that didn't participate. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to find this out in the next Olympics mm-hmm. when the Hardens, the LeBrons. The Dames, know, the Stephs. Dames, Steph, the ADs. The Kobe, Kawhis, AD, the PGs. Not Kobe, KD. I mean, PG, yeah. Kawhi, guys like that. Like They're going to go back to normal. And they're gonna You're going to have all NBA first and second team. Right. Team. But, like, the, but this kind of goes to show that we just can't throw anybody out there. Right. Which right. is good. This that is, doesn't happen anymore. You right. I think, it, I think it is kind of a wake-up call. Um, do do I base how these some of these players performed in FIBA into the NBA game? No. Do I? You may not. Me, in, in a, to a degree, yeah, because it shows me. Because I expected Donovan Mitchell to be the best player in the tournament. Mm-hmm. By far, Jokic, best player in the turn. Uh, yeah, really? Because Mitchell's a go. Mitchell's is a killer. He's Giannis? a go. Oh, Giannis. Yeah, Jokic. Yeah, I just, just I thought he was just going to take that next leap. I think you mean for the for in the tournament, like yeah, I thought he was going to win MVP. I thought he was going to, you know, I thought he was just this is the jump he needs. Like when KD in 2010, he was the mm-hmm. best player in the tournament. Yeah. So you, you know, thought, you thought it was gonna be like his. Yeah, I thought it was like his coming out party. I thought, but then he he struggled. Well, he struggled. A lot of these guys struggled to adapt to the the fever rule, the games. Uh, our offense was isolation heavy, and we just relied on the pick and roll. We hit, we had no zone, especially off- down the stretch. Right, we had no zone offense. You know, in in crunch when in critical moments, we like. When we played France, we attacked Rudy Gobert at the basket. Multiple. Instead Kemba, of, Kemba got batted a couple of times. Right. Donovan Mitchell got blocked. It's like instead of using the in-between game, we tried to attack him and get, you know, get cute. That's something we can't do. It's like knowing who we're playing against. It's just little stuff like that. So that just, you know, that, that was just kind of, that was a frustrating part for me. And our lack of shooting. Every year, I was gonna say, like Joe Harris was our best shooter, and he's one of the best shooters in the league by far. But outside of that, who else was hitting shots? Harrison Barnes. I mean, I just mean, just Kemba on his own step back shit. He wasn't hitting, you know, and that was those are forced, contested, and he hit like yeah, thirty percent of yeah. them. It was either like he wasn't even passing; it would just you dribble up, pick and roll, and then he would just shoot that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And admittedly, I didn't watch much of the games. I watched highlights and like replays. Really replays, yeah. But for the international game, like the two things that it seemed like this team USA lacked was the two things you needed: ball movement and shooting. Right. That's how international game works. So when you bring in like ISO guys, one-on-one guys mm-hmm. who try to just over, over athletic, you know, the other team, it doesn't really work. Right. Like we said, we're they're beyond that. Like the the rest of the world's caught up enough where that's mm-hmm. not going to work anymore. I mean, Adam, you, that's a good question. You asked, should you base what these guys did in FIBA then to the NBA? Well, do you think Rubio is going to have a career year in the NBA? Like, if you if you it just just playing the other side, like, okay, if you think maybe Kemba won't be that good this year or as good as hoped, is Rubio going to all of a sudden have a breakout year since he got MVP? 
I don't think Rubio's going to do anything special this year that he hasn't already done. I will say that guys who have played on Team USA have had career years the, the next year. All guys guys have won MVPs. 2014, Steph made that. He played on the World Championship team. The next year, he's an NBA champion. Mm-hmm. And KD did it. He won MVP. Braun. So that's why I, 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 I look at the experience, and I think it, it'll be positive for them. And those guys did well. Now, the guys who struggled, it showed a lot of their flaws and weaknesses. Like, you were talking about, uh, Santa was just alluding to trying to over-athletic everybody. That's what Jalen Brown tried to do oh, every man. single game. He does that in the NBA, too. <laughs> every single game, and I'm just like, well, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? You know, and Kemba, same thing. He would just, he wouldn't even, he would come down multiple times. He would just come down, use the screen from Turner, and he would just pull up. 17 18 footer that just it's just like yo this isn't like the nba like college right and it's it just shows like man boston thinks you know they they hit a home run in replacing Kyrie, and they they did but but what what you just kind of described sounded like Kyrie last year a little bit just come down and yak it but in the playoffs especially oh yeah in in the playoffs yeah he he, was just like fuck it i'm like what do you shoot 30 shots that one game fuck it i should have shot more but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're basing that home run, not necessarily, I think, on the play. They're just hoping that Kemba rallies around the guys. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not. What I'm saying is it, it just kind of showed me that they're not on the same tier. No, as an individual player. But I think you could, you know, there's a lot of players I think are like Carmelo's better than a lot of guys. No, I think individually, I'm, but as a teammate, maybe not. I mean, I agree with Adam where he thought, you know, he said that it might have showed a little bit of those players' strengths and weaknesses. I'm actually, uh, I'm, I w- I'm not shocked that Donovan Mitchell um, didn't play. In fact, I'm, I'm, I think he's actually overrated and he's not as good as people think he is. Um, so I wasn't surprised uh, by his display in the World Cup. But, you know, I, I don't know if necessarily these will all be reflections that carry on to the regular season. So, yeah. I mean, if anything, this was good experience for the younger guys. So it, it'll help them take that next step. Yeah, and I, I, that's what I was thinking. I just, you know, I, man, yeah. I think I think it just kind of had a bitter taste in my mouth, and that's why I'm kind of on down on like like the Celtics guys and and uh, like Miles Turner and like you know yeah. Brooke Lopez. I'm just kind of down on them, but you know, hopefully they'll take this experience and it'll you know help propel them to be better i get that i mean i, I think i might have a i didn't expect team usa to win the tournament yeah you i didn't did. expect them to come in seven you did you did say that well but not I, seventh but you said you didn't you, i didn't think they had medal i said did, I didn't think that they had is medal. fair you did say that and i was just, i mean the same reason i didn't think they'd come in seventh i thought they'd compete for like that bronze fourth fifth area somewhere in there but uh, like i was saying like a lot of that is just based on the players like if you if, if Team USA is taking their top 12 players, none of these guys are making that Well, that's team what I was going to say. Roster. None of these guys make the team next year, right? Right. Is there anyone on the team, this I mean, team, that could make next year's team? I could see Kemba and Mitchell making it. Not Tatum? Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. Tatum. Because when you bring Maybe. back the – when you think of the forwards who are coming back. I mean, right. I oh, see, the squad. Like, I, I don't know. Yes. Like, I don't think – and I don't think all three – like a guy like – Kemba might make it. I could see Middleton maybe making it as a shooter <laughs> off the bench. 
I don't know, yeah. kind of pushing it. Man, I could see Joe Harris making it over him. Right, honestly, they, they no, take to, shooters, to, that's to, to be right. Yeah, I, I, I would go as far as that. I don't know if anyone from this team makes next year's I team. I don't think they will either. I if could I see, ma- bet, I, I could see maybe like one or two, right. two at the max. And if they do, it'll be like the Christian Leitner spot. <laughs> I mean, that that kind of leads us into the the next topic of who you're taking rankings wise. You want to take a top ten? Yeah. Rankings, top 12, I guess, for a team, but oh, are you talking about for next year's Olympic team? Oh, I was saying like that kind of leads in like none of these guys are top 12 players. And I oh, yeah, our next yeah. topic, which was the recent player rankings list that have come out. Oh man, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that really quick. Uh, I mean, we, what do we got? And we, Bruce, you, you got a minute to talk about this, like a couple yeah, minutes? Uh, yeah, I got it. I'm Good to go. What's up? All right, so. Yeah, I think on second thought, we'll all come up, we'll all have our 10 and we'll share it via social media. Okay. Or we'll come up with one as a BTST collective. Right. Yep. We'll we'll make players list right and much to some of our followers who will have some negative comments to say not naming any names luke seidel but i'm pretty um, sure that none of these uh fiba guys are going to be in our just gonna say tens that. or twelves my buddies and none of these guys making that list oh uh, the fiba guys yeah. yeah the highest one i'd probably have is joe harris so see i like that shout out to shalan he played hard shalanigans that's one of the guys yep. who played hard i loved him on the team but anyways shalan in the house but yeah, that about does it, everybody. Season's back. Season three of VTST. We're here. We're back, and we got a we got a YouTube channel. We didn't get to discuss James Harden's new move either. Well, he's got like two or three now. Which is the Justin <laughs> Dentman move? The the, the off of one leg. Yeah, that Justin Dentman was doing that. Has been doing that for years. But you're never. He was never a star, so it don't matter. Right. Harden does it so much nicer though, and he goes behind the back with it. Still travel, but yeah, man. Season three is here. We're excited. NBA season comes up in three weeks. We got a preview coming up in the next week and a half, two weeks or so, right before the season. We'll get it going. Preseason uh, starts on what Thursday? Preseason started yesterday. Houston, oh, Houston China. They played the Chinese team, right? So that was, and wasn't who was on that Chinese team? Some American. Oh, it was Monte Yunus? Yeah, and yeah. James Nunnally. How, how was he on there? There's two. They get two import spots. <laughs> Damn. And he used to play for Houston. Right. Yeah. So. And he's from Lithuania. And Nunnally played for Houston last teams. year too. Yeah. Oh. So, where's Monte Yunus from? I think Lithuania. Oh. I think so. Yeah. I remember him. Valachunas. I remember his first year. Yeah. Of summer. Him and Valanciunas in summer league. We're good. League. We did. With Isaiah Cannon. Yeah. Sitting at the table. But uh, yeah, man. The league starts in three weeks. We're excited. We're back. No, we're gonna. Be, this is be a better season for us. We're gonna be more consistent. Try to, you know, crank out more stuff on a consistent basis. I know we're gonna hopefully get some merchandise. I know a lot of you guys have been asking me and asking us, so we're gonna try to, you know, get that moving for you guys. So, but we appreciate you guys, all the love and support. You know, we just put out a video today on YouTube. Go subscribe to us, Blacktop Smack Talk, BTST. Um, but yeah. Appreciate you guys. Follow us on social media. 
Bruce, any parting words? Man, yeah, you know, just want to shout out my boy Abe, Barber's Ave. I know the shop be playing us, you know, for the customers in there, showing that love to the pod and all that. So good. Go out, check out Barber's Ave in San Rafael in the Bay Area. Keeping, always keeping my haircuts fresh and tight. It's about time. Um, uh, you going to uh, dye your hair yet? Get the Kuzma nah. going or something? Nah, man, not yet, man. Shout Almost out to Barber's Ave, though. We appreciate that love. Yeah. Lots, though. It's getting long for that, for that dye. Um, but, you know, just shout out. And, man, like Adam said, BTST, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all social media. That merchandise is coming. It's fly. It's hot. Let's get it. Signing off, y'all. Blacktop Smack Talk. Dust them. <laughs>